Hello, so you've joined the Beautiful Game podcast. Uh, today we're going to review Manchester United season review. And joining me are Sharon and Gani. So, yeah, uh, to start off, uh, how do you think last season has uh, gone by? Uh, Position-wise, we did well. If you see the table, we finished third. But as far as, far as expectations are concerned, I don't think it was met. Yes, there are a lot of people who didn't rate Manchester United that much well at the start of the season. They expect, expected us to finish outside of even Europa League in some cases. But uh, somehow, somehow we scrapped through. But I, I don't think it was a satisfying season as far as I'm concerned. I'd like to see what Gunny wants to add about it. Absolutely. Even I thought, I mean, my expectation was to at least uh, uh, come in the uh, top four. Uh, uh, having seen our uh, transfer in the last uh, uh, summer window, it went uh, up to uh, to uh, some good extent because we signed a, a proper uh, center back and uh, uh, right back too. So it was a good uh, summer transfer window last season. But uh, yeah, I think Ole in the first uh, half of the season he didn't do uh, pretty well when the when the the uh, winter uh, transfer window kicked in and we signed Bruno uh, Fernandez that that was the masterstroke. Uh, indeed, because Bruno actually did really well, and he uh, he what uh, took the best out of other players, and uh, along with Martial, in fact. So Martial also kicked in with his brilliant performances, and we somehow scrapped through the top four. Yeah. So, yeah. so what were you yeah. expecting at the start of the season, Gunny? I was, uh, I mean, just a top four, third or fourth. I mean, third. Third was good, considering the fact that okay, we didn't uh, sign like we, we didn't uh, 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 sign proper players, which we had to uh, sign because I was always uh, expecting Bruno to be uh, 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 signed and start featuring in from the first matches. Yes, yes. That is what if you have remembered uh, in the in the food in our football group also. I was I was always mentioning uh, Bruno. Uh, this team actually required Bruno because he was he was supposed to be our driving force, and uh, we somehow uh, uh, kept on watching. The scouts were kept on watching him play uh, in in Portugal, and uh, we somehow managed to sign him. Yeah. We delayed the sign, uh, signing, and uh, and that is that is what hindered our progress uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We can touch upon that. You know, even I was wondering. So. Bruno was heavily linked in the summer and somehow the transfer did not materialize. So is it a criticism of the board or did the manager did not want him or was the transfer fee too steep? I mean, what do you think? Because obviously we know oh, that I... had Bruno signed in summer, United season would have been much better. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say that it would have been better because... Part of the reason our season was a failure because uh, Ole lacks tactical uh, implications on the pitch. I don't know what he decides on the backboard, but it doesn't just come come on the pitch. And as far as missing the signing of Bruno, we ha- we were like we were checking on a lot of other players as well. You know, Dybala was involved, but then his intentions were not right why he was joining, so we rejected him. And then uh, Bruno was heavily scouted for. Hello. Mistaker, rather than just finding the right pass, he doesn't know when to. Uh, he, he doesn't dictate dictates the tempo. He just tries to create as many chances as possible. Like uh, if you if you see KDB, like uh, Kevin De Bruyne is all over the pitch, and Bruno is all over the pitch, but his vision is totally forward. He doesn't care about anything. Doesn't care about losing the ball. He just tries to pick the pass. He tries to pick uh, Martial and uh, Rashford running forward. So maybe all I thought, let's say I have Pogba, I have. Uh, uh, Pereira and all that, and we didn't know that Pereira and Fred would have been so bad at the beginning of the season. And as the season started, they were pretty bad. And then, as far as performances are concerned, see if you let's say if it's a Jose's team or if it's Pep's team, let's say they're having a players are having a bad game on the pitch, but yeah. still they can win one or two nil yeah. because because of their tactics, because of the, how they set up the team. But you won't see that with Ole or even if Lampard, if you consider, if the players fire on the pitch, you win. 
if the players like lose it on that particular day i don't see the results coming out okay okay so so basically you think uh, there's very little ole is adding apart from the it's, it's all about uh, yes that is what i think yeah because ole has his reasons he had lot of lot of players injured and uh, rashford and marshall were in and out before uh, uh, the pandemic so he had his excuses Thank so you. this season we are pivotal we can judge properly what ole can do this season irrespective of whether we sign people or not okay okay Yeah. adding to that point i mean the uh, uh, the pogba was injured most uh, uh, part of our season uh, and which is uh, completely un- unexpected and ole heavily trusted on uh, the pogba and uh, pogba missed most of the matches even though i don't i don't uh, believe uh, that okay pogba is like he will he will uh, give us the uh, the complete driving force which uh the bruno has been giving but yes, yes ole trusted pogba a lot but uh, yeah unfortunately we missed him uh, in the initial part of the season and uh, another point uh, uh, was uh, uh, the ole's trust on the pereira and lingard so he he did mention uh, in the beginning that he has immense trust on pereira and uh, lingard and he would they would feature uh, uh, a lot in the uh, as and when the se- uh, season progress Uh, but uh, if you have observed, uh, we started with uh, Pereira in the in the in the first match uh, against Chelsea, and he did he did well. But when the game pro, I mean the season progressed, right? He, I mean we we seen him, we've seen him uh, uh, um, completely uh, uh, lacked his touches completely. So and then Ole had no other option when when uh, uh, the. Uh, Bruno uh, uh, came into the team, and Ole has ignored uh, both Lingard and Prog- uh, uh, Pereira for good reasons. Yeah. Even I, I don't have any uh, any regarding Pereira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To add upon that Pereira thing, I think the main problem with Pereira is he's played a lot of positions. He initially started as a CAM, but then he progressed as a winger in Valencia and other loans. And even in the early game against Chelsea, I think he started on the right wing, and he was okay. If you play him as number ten and as a holding midfielder, he's pretty bad. He's pathetic, actually. I think that is the main thing. I think if you play play him as a right winger, he can do okay, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Even when he was in the uh, academy, uh, academy, right? He was he was he was playing in multiple position. That was okay, considering the fact that you are young and uh, improving. Yeah, as uh, Sharon mentioned, he when he was in uh, Valencia, he played on the on the on the wing. Uh, right wing both right and uh, left uh, i think he when he was uh, uh, in another spanish team uh, in the in his first uh, alone i forgot the team's name that he was he was uh, he was playing as a winger too so then jose uh, marino made him as a uh, defensive midfielder um, and then the, he was a part of our uh, midfield uh, in and out then i think ole i i, I thought ole would trust him as a, a number 10 but uh, yes again he was in and out of the team most of the time yeah okay so i mean uh, overall uh, you don't see a reason for ole to be sacked i mean in the last season right <laughs> to be frank i was i was almost certain that he would he would uh, get a sack uh, uh, in december when i mean till that uh, till the till i think uh, which was uh, a tottenham match was i or, uh, or yeah. the manchester city match. yeah till that time he was derby, like derby changed it yeah yeah he he, he stuck to his his own uh, uh, tactics okay he was kept on waiting for what 60 70 minutes to uh, uh, use his subs not making correct decisions when the team is required and kept on relying on the same set of players even though they are playing very uh, very badly then the then the the match against jose actually uh, did change a uh, change ole's fortune uh, to be frank and we won the uh, match against uh, uh, the jose mourinho you know, and again the uh, very next week we won the uh, derby match the, i think that is when uh, i mean the people started uh, uh, trusting more on ole because i mean uh, in this season our uh, uh, results against uh, Uh, the top six teams, pretty uh, pretty good, in fact. Uh, yeah. Uh, correct, uh, uh, yeah, Sharon. Yes. 
yes yes and then and then uh, board bagged him uh, with the uh, bruno fernandes again uh, you've seen the you've seen the uh, uh, the result it's it's been uh, amazing yes yes yeah so okay so i mean it's it's obvious that uh, at least based on last 6 months that ole does not deserve the sack in fact he deserves a backing from the board so yeah uh, i think that uh, that is pretty clear about uh, so who who do you think are uh, what do you say the most improved players under ole like the i mean who has benefited most from uh, ole's regime martial i would say martial amazing yeah without doubt yes without doubt yeah you yeah can yeah see intent behind him when he plays like uh, under uh, jose or lvg he was pretty careless on the pitch like when he says let's say he misses one dribble he was out of the game for the entire 90 minutes yeah <laughs> he gets frustrated very soon yeah. but now it is it's a different story altogether like even if you sub him on 80 minutes he gets stressed after the restart you see when ola used to rotate players forwards with igalo and all used to be right. really upset to come out of the pitch i think that is a big sign that how improved he is and also yeah. his finishing instinct on the pitch anyways he was yeah. always a great finisher he has that french elegance where he can curl the ball into the top and bottom corners with ease it was more about the decision making on the pitch and it's improving every day we can see that in the role yes yes so it's a and, yes. yeah yeah uh, yeah i think like i've i've read to uh, read in one of the uh, articles uh, uh, during our uh, um, the uh, one of the europa league matches so uh, ole started with uh, uh, the igalo and uh, we uh, we aren't able to uh, scoring um, the goals and then uh, the report says that okay ole uh, sorry the marshal uh, um, uh, told uh, ole that Mm, let me uh, uh, come into the game and I'll, I'll score a goal for you and he did score a goal and uh, he waved at uh, ole and ole yeah. was smiling and that was yeah, that yeah, was i remember him. it was the recent after the restart europa league i think yes yes yeah, yes yeah. yeah obviously there's a good harmony uh, amongst uh, the united players now which was probably uh, lacking at, at least at the fag end of jose marino era at uh, old trafford so yeah so considering that now jose marino has been sacked have you do you think uh, you have been content with ole in last 18 months yeah 18 months yeah like i added the point earlier my problem with him is he's as good as his players as far as i'm concerned it's like how i play fifa he just puts them on the pitch they do well it comes out well because you saw after the restart as well we were bombarding goals after for first few games and then suddenly the fatigue started kicking in there was no proper plan at the way he approached it yeah you take any game for example first few games raining goals afterwards we were struggling to break teams like southampton and west ham yes yes that was a bit sad and yeah. then we luckily scrapped through leicester so that's when i saw and okay ole is lacking that tactical edge and this is concerned like i mentioned earlier i even saw this with lampard but then lampard has his excuses of not having any players in the transfer market so we couldn't plan the way you wanted but yeah. with ole we got a right back who can be a right back for next 10 years and yes. then a good center back in uh, maguire who has not performed up to mark but still is a good defender and he had backups in other positions except the right wing where greenwood stepped up and performed well so we, i don't think ole had much excuses apart from pogba's injury yeah but we had enough crowd in the midfield to fulfill it let's say if you give that to jose or someone else they would have managed to results would they would have t- turned some defeats into draws and some draws into marginal victories which yeah. we don't see under ole that is a problem if we are losing we are losing hard if you are winning we are winning well yeah yeah exactly Yeah. just to emphasize on the uh, fact that uh, uh, how we are losing if you've seen the pattern uh, see for example the match against uh, uh, chelsea we've been we've started pretty uh, uh, i mean for first 15 minutes we've started well and then okay when chelsea started i mean countering no, right fa cup yeah okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, chelsea started countering right then ole had no answer to it so this is yeah. this is yeah, the problem the press, yes yeah this is the guy and we had no answer yeah yeah and 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 to the teams which is which uh, which actually sits back and uh, uh, wait for a chance right i mean ole ole don't have any uh, he just 
set up the team and uh, just waits for the result like i mean sudden decisions he he i don't he takes any kind of sudden decision for example like okay 60th minute you don't see any result then okay let me uh, bring in some uh, fresh players and let's let's uh, wait for the opportunity if the players take uh, take it on but again but yeah ole has his uh, uh, reason to not to make any changes because the bench we have as lingard who <laughs> i mean i i have completely uh, i mean no trust in lingard to come on and uh, uh, have any uh, impact on the games but yeah having said that we we do have uh, 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 the mata but i don't see i mean the igalo uh, we don't uh, uh, see them coming on as a sub and making any uh, impacts yes yes <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. As for yeah, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, as for quality is concerned on the bench, I think the recent uh, Sevilla game. I think we could have brought in James early on, Igalo early on, maybe Igalo later a few minutes, but at least we could have got in McTominay and uh, James early on because Rashford was having a pathetic game. There is no way he could have picked up from that. So James on the left side, he might have caused some problems at the end because of his pace. And uh, Sevilla were already given up in the second half the way they were defending. to their uh, lives so around 50th or 60th minute had he got on james had he got on mctominay instead of fred to hold the midfield because I, as far as i'm concerned fred is not a holding midfield he's a box to box midfield who just works on his instinct yeah which comes good all well but otherwise like he, he didn't have a bad game to be honest he was doing well but the nece- the necessity impact was not there from him which you could have got from either matic or mctominay to act as a defensive shield normally when uh, maguire commits a mistake or when lindelof commits a mistake matic is there to scrap it up at the edge of the box to make some crucial interceptions or some hasty clearances that what mctominay and matic does so well which when we are not seeing from others and pogba takes too much time deep in the ball sometimes which you won't see from again uh, matic or mctominay i think these subs could have been done in the second half we didn't see yeah so at least uh, the fagan of the season i mean uh, in la- uh, post lockdown the biggest criticism of ole came after the sevilla match like uh, he did not he was not proactive with his substitutions and if you compare that with uh, someone like lampard i mean uh, because lampard has been touched upon just like to add that lampard has been pretty proactive uh, what do you say with his substitutions uh, that is uh, yes, one yes. thing everything uh, you could you could yes, see i uh, agree to that the liverpool's match uh, so liverpool uh, were uh, all over uh, on chelsea in the first half and then lampard made a, uh, a sub- i mean made couple of substitutions uh, uh, in in yeah, 60th yeah. minute and then uh, all of them scored isn't it i think yeah pulisic both of them kalamats nodoy kalamats and tammy yeah but i would i would still say the quality is different i don't know why pulisic didn't start that match but pulisic and uh, क्रिटिसम something that you know yeah. uh, lampard might have if uh, situations permitted uh, but yeah uh, enough of uh, ole gana socha so i think uh, we have covered everything about ole uh, so yeah what do you think about uh, the current transfer market i know that plenty of united fans are uh, upset with the lack of signings but just keep in perspective uh, uh, the financial situation and the current pandemic what do you think of the current transfer market and what are your expectations uh, out of it uh, for me the worst part is see every window whether we, whether we sign them or not we get linked to hundreds of players yeah but even that is not happening this window it's only sancho 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 <laughs> and i don't know whether to be happy or sad about it because let's say it might be a good sign that we are trying some business under the table or somewhere like we are yeah. remotely discussing with someone or not i don't know it is totally blackout in ultra fort that i don't know so it's kind of weird until we make a first signing i don't know what we are doing and as far as pandemic is concerned united works like a factory i mean irrespective of uh, transfer business like how much money we make out of selling players we make 
numerous of numerous money with uh, our commercial aspect yeah, so yeah we are a good money generating club i don't think uh, money is a problem we even took out a revolving credit of 130 million if it's not to fund sancho's transfer i don't know for what they took it out okay so, so you, as you far have... as that is concerned yeah 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 uh, money should be a problem i think yeah i think what they're trying to do now is they don't want to bring sanchez kind of transfers or di maria kind of transfers where they give offer a big money and the player coming just for that i think they're looking for intentions of playing i think that was that what wale keeps saying and uh, it's become kind of a trolling material because nothing is happening as as far as the performance is concerned we signed james and he keeps saying lingard rashford and all united way of playing which they don't do so yeah. they have the intentions right but i don't know the actions are coming through like if if you can't sign sancho that is fine go sign brooks for a cheaper money and see if it works out anyways no one expects you to win season in the coming uh, year at least finish top 4 top 3 and make a signing that you know you uh, united will, uh, you know that player will do well for united like they yeah. sign james but i think we can give some time for james to perform maybe but yeah make similar transfers if you can't if you don't want to spend 100 200 million on a big player and then take a big gamble of like whether we'll perform or not spend on uh, little players at least fill the squad for now we don't even have a proper right winger yeah james and greenwood are playing over there and even as a striker back up, there's no proper striker backup there's no proper left wing backup and there's yeah, no yeah. midfield backup so we need players if okay you think that first first team is set okay fine signs on backups will fill in the gaps during injury and tight schedule yeah many whatever do transfer market yeah yeah exactly uh, sharan is uh, actually spot on uh, 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 yeah ole did mention in uh, after uh, the uh, post match uh, uh, sevilla post match uh, uh, interview that he doesn't have proper uh, uh, the bench so which he can look upon and bring on the uh, fresh legs but yeah that's his problem right uh, he has to ask for the players uh, Uh, I mean, looking at uh, uh, recent uh, developments, right? I don't, I don't see Man United have uh, uh, the proper Plan B or Plan C. Like we, they go for a certain player and uh, keep keep dancing upon uh, uh, the uh, the the other clubs' uh, uh, tunes, and uh, if if the deal uh, doesn't materialize uh, uh, quickly. and they keep waiting for it i mean they uh, will wait for the last dying minute like what happened with the felenis transfer isn't it yeah, yeah they I, i don't i don't see uh, manunet having proper uh, plan b or plan c It's like there are okay if not sancho there are multiple players who are actually pretty good and uh, uh, we can get them for a cheaper price but manunet doesn't look look uh, looking like uh uh going for the going for the plan b or plan c it's all about sancho for now i don't know uh, see yeah having done all these things uh, right so if he if he signs sancho in the dying minute that doesn't make sense when i mean he has to he has to uh, uh, train with the players then that will again uh, 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 take some time get involved uh, yeah, in the one month delay will be there Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Level with it due to COVID. Exactly. This will not uh, uh, help Man United in 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 any uh, way, isn't it? Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, uh, as Sharan rightly pointed out, that we lack players. I mean, the proper backups uh, in couple of positions. Uh, be it right right wing is like uh, we've been uh, the the place is void since a uh, uh, decade. I think. I think. Uh, uh, ever since uh, nani has left valencia, so that play- valencia valencia yeah yeah valencia was he was made a wing back right and back, right yeah. since yeah 2015 we don't have proper uh, right right winger right winger and any anyone who would would pretty decent with the uh, uh, touches right he was he was asked to uh, be there and uh, do some magic but none of them none of them uh, did click but now uh, yeah in greenwood we see like we've got a got a decent player uh, who can play in the right wing and uh, uh, supplement the attack uh, he he's he, he's been he's been uh, uh, pretty uh, good in the in the in the last uh, uh, half of the season second half of the season 
uh yeah uh, uh left wing of course rashford is a uh, uh, first preference uh, uh, and we don't have a uh, uh, backup for rashford rashford it's like ole stick to uh, rashford uh, like for 60 plus matches he doesn't want to uh, uh, uh look beyond rashford yeah yeah and again i, I mean igalos uh, uh, signing the contract extension uh, was pretty 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 uh, uh, bad Uh, in my opinion because he was he was never a a, a player who who uh, you can look upon and okay okay he's going to come on and uh, score a goal for me just like see ole ole uh, himself was a super uh, sub right and he used to come on and uh, uh, score goals uh, uh, for uh, uh, sir alex and uh, uh, igalo in in no way uh, he he can be uh, like a uh, super super sub so we we wanted a pretty good uh, beat a, a young striker but we we wanted that killer finisher who could be in the in the d and wait for the opportunity yeah yeah and definitely we need a, a proper backup for bruno because bruno can't play for 60 plus matches yes, uh, yes. yeah yeah yes key thing yes yes I think we should have uh, inquired about Cantwell because I don't think we can sign Grealish and ask him ask him to be a backup. Being yeah. British and all, anyways, he'll be costing more than 80 million. There's yeah. no way. I I don't think I, I I'm not saying that United wouldn't do that. Like they're already inquiring or in touch with Aston Villa regarding Grealish. But if we do sign him for 80, 70 million, that will be a big, big loss because you can sign two three players in that money. Like. 30 40 million can spend some 30 40 million on brooks and other 20 30 million on some stuff for uh, cam okay we'll, we'll we'll just do the job like cantwell or someone yeah yeah i really don't understand why clubs are not going for uh, uh, van beek uh, of uh, ax fc yes, he, he came out his agent keeps putting that he's waiting for offers from premier league but no one from premier league is going for him i don't know what is the deal with it yeah seriously i mean the uh, i mean at least manchester united is uh, 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 is not looking beyond uh, the english players in i um, mean as far as uh, the reports are concerned it's all it's all like uh, uh, we are only concerned about uh, uh, the uh, english players for example brooks david brooks is actually linked <laughs> to manchester united for 40 million but i i okay to be fair to brooks i don't think he's a bad player he's just a player uh, you know who's uh, yeah. has been hampered i, I will be happy with the 30 million yes yes if we sign him for 30 million i'll be happy in case we missed out on sancho yeah or lesser because uh, yeah brooks was uh, very good uh, the season before uh, but last season he was completely out of uh, uh, the team due to injuries i don't know how will how he'll cope up with the injuries and uh, come strong Yes, yeah, yeah, that's one issue. Yeah, there are quite a few. Yeah, there are quite a few players who are relegated. Or, or, I mean, quality players who could, uh, who United could potentially sign. Even uh, Sar, uh, for a matter of fact, is a very good player. Uh, Brooks uh, and the usual. So yeah, I mean, uh, some sort of signing should happen. So uh, yes, United are not. I'm like, actually. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you just since you brought on Sar, I don't know why we are not linked to Sar. Like, I don't know if someone has any read any rumors that we are linked because last time I checked, Liverpool checked on him. Yeah, you mean yeah. the Watford Sar, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how we sign him. Strange it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's weird that no one is looking after him. Like he's he's got a very good left foot, right foot is very good. He's a very good proper winger, which we yes. have not had. Even now we don't have a proper winger, which is. the closest to a proper winger we have is james test everyone is forwards playing playing winger uh, winger positions yes yes but yes. sar is a proper winger we should have gone for him and i'm like i'm just spellbound why we have not went after him yeah it's it's still kind of baffling that uh, united uh, club like united are not linked to many players or any players for a matter of fact so i mean are you expecting any signings at all Uh, I am actually expecting we'll sign Sancho at the end of the window, and uh, that's about it. So that's a, we that's might sign a couple United. of players. That's yeah. That would be the proper United way of uh, signing players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm worried about. We'll sign Sancho last minute. That too, yeah. paying bit more. And also paying, paying bit bit more what uh, Dortmund is asking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
so i mean but personally i feel that uh, sancho would be a, a, a marky signing you know I, i i would i rate him the second best youngster right now after mbappe so yeah that would be no, no. signing yeah which i problem with that kind of signing is sancho is in a club like dortmund okay you do 100 mistakes no one see you but you do some 10 wonderful goals you're suddenly in every newspaper yes and also yeah. to add to that like you have you have seen our trend right how we do with marky signings yeah except martial no one has performed that much well yes when it comes to market signings because a yeah. lot of people trolled us when we signed martial but now we are finally rewarding uh, we are getting some rewards from him yes and yeah. as far as sancho is concerned if if you are paying more than 250k per month yeah then again it's a problem you let's say if sancho misplaces one cross or hits one shot into the crowd suddenly you will see newspapers writing because english players are rated overrated and also overtrolled very english yes. media so him being 20 year old i don't know how he will cope with that yeah constant trolling and everything because half half of the reason why lingard regressed is because of the media only the attention he got for all negative as well as positive didn't come out good yeah and yeah. not everyone now mentally strong to deal with it let's yes. say if yeah. lingard was in some mid table or lower end table team people would have rated him higher now by yeah. this time Yeah. That that is a problem with United. I think they attract a lot of attention. Let's you let's say KDB has a bad game, no one speaks a word. If Pogba has a bad game, entire Pondicherry is like dying in the yeah. studios. That's yeah. true. That that is the issue with United signing, and that is what to calm the waters. If and I I read somewhere that even if he signs Sancho for hundred million, there will be other expenses of more than hundred and thirty million to cover up all agent fees and his salary and all uh, image rights and what not. that is what delaying united also if you see now united have not even submitted a single bid they are just yeah. discussing with uh, sancho's people and then dortmund's agent even dortmund are not talking directly with united yeah so yeah. there is no proper offer because they are setting up the other aspects of the deal except the transfer fee there are a lot of other things covered in a big player signing yeah. which they are trying to sort it out as well as i'm concerned yeah. so looking all that if let's say we do sign him it will be costing more than 200 million for us outside the yes. box like uh, like if you go deep into it yes yes and you already saw how Sanchez, uh, how sanchez performed so i i'm not sure how we will do that's the added pressure yeah so unless we can make a cut deal like around 20 30 million and then sign him like let's say for 18 million or 90 million yeah and he is earning around 200k then it is okay if it's going north of 300 and then we are spending more than 120 plus image rights plus agent fees Yeah. I think it will affect United very bad because there's no coming back from that for all. If it doesn't click by December, Ajax will be on his head. That is for sure. Yeah. So I think uh, United are trying to change their policy from buying players like uh, Sanchez, who's who was paid four fifty thousand, to someone like uh, Bruno Fernandez, who earns hundred uh, or eighty k, I believe. So I yeah, th- one, I think one twenty k something is one twenty yeah, which is quite less if you come uh, consider the impact he has and uh, the players, uh, his teammates, uh, how much their teammates earn. So I think United are moving to that kind of model where they do not want to overpay a particular player, and I think that is kind of the holdup uh, for Sancho. If it was two years ago, I think United wouldn't have flinched before spending one fifty million on Sancho. So yeah. <laughs> yeah that that's for that yeah and also yeah if you want to change the culture you have to do gradually because if you look at liverpool and the the nature of players they signed for last 6 7 years you will see how they gradually stepped up they didn't yeah. went and signed alisson after uh, minolet missed one save or yeah. they signed uh, someone like uh, van dijk after first couple of mistakes by the defender they tried to replace low profile players and slowly built up and then made couple of marquee signings and bang they won uh, cl and now they won pl Yeah. You have to build that culture and like it's it, you can't say like at one end okay I'm changing the culture and other end go go buy me 120 million player. It won't yeah. work like that. So I think that is that is where people get pissed by uh, the owner and Woodward because I don't think Woodward mind spending that much money because he knows that he can get that money back by simple shirt sale or the commercial yeah. aspects that uh, United are very well at, they do very well at. Yeah, yeah. So that is the problem with signing low key players. I don't think board approves if you want to sign a low key player. Is what yeah. I think. So yeah. unless you are signing, make sure that he has certain name and recognition so that they can reap money from him. Yeah. That is the problem with our board. Yeah, kind kind of the galactico culture. Yes, yes.
yeah so and yeah. this backfired as all yeah, this yeah. galacticus the recent galactico signings i wouldn't say galactico but yes big money signings uh for for united yeah especially the sanchez no i yeah when you think galactico i mean it's only the commercial aspect not on the pitch galactico is it yeah, yeah. galactico <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah we forgot to uh, appreciate uh, ole uh, offloading our uh, uh, the deadwoods uh, uh, red shirt okay. because sanchez uh ashley young yes, and yes. Uh, uh, the smalling oh my god I yes think, i think we have to thank italian league for that i don't know what went to them yeah they forever deadwood from all the clubs they're taking deadwoods not only united smalling is sold i think they are um, negotiating because i think okay. ole is playing a waiting game because <laughs> i don't think he expects us to sign a cbd if you don't sign a center back i don't think we'll uh, sell smalling okay okay yeah 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 that's right i think smalling would uh, stay but uh, you never know i think number Napo- now i think napoli or uh, juventus are interested to sign him back or the roma i don't know Yes, yes. Roma wanted oh. back desperately. Napoli is interested. It ends. It ends. Uh, uh, like him, man. <laughs> he did well. I, I think he did very well. I, I, I didn't follow Roma's uh, game last year, but uh, yeah, I'm. Everyone's talking about Smalling. Smalling. That's that's good because we we never <laughs> seen him uh, uh, playing so well for United. Yeah, I mean, uh, Panots uh, might be lower. yeah having having uh, uh, said that uh, ole uh, uh, did give a, uh, give a uh, new contracts to uh, our phil jones that is uh, another blunder uh, <laughs> uh, uh, thing which ole did in the recent past it, which uh, which has to be mentioned yeah so jones will be at the club for uh, a decade yeah, that's impressive <laughs> so yeah. yeah they will make a post of it soon and they will share it yeah <laughs> yeah we're waiting the for the testimonial match for him we'll, we'll never be able to uh, uh, sell him yeah so no, no no one are interested to buy him because yeah. he's always uh, always uh, been injured i mean the, uh, he comes i'm mean, hardly he comes for the uh, 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 the matches and one one proper tackle and he's gone yeah okay so yeah uh, i think uh, the market i think we are clear about so uh, co- coming to last season so i think uh, all of us agree that marshall has improved um, a lot so who do you think uh, apart from marshall who else has improved and also uh, who are the players who have disappointed you massively this season uh, i don't want you to talk about lingard because i don't think the expectations were that high uh, to begin with a player who has massively disappointed you this season or who has regressed on uh, the for me it is mata and uh, i wouldn't say rashford but in a certain way i don't think anyone is talking to him properly mentally because he's mentally all over the place he has all the ability as dribbles he has a short ear and many people say even the sterling and all saying rashford has one of the best shots he's ever ever come across Yeah. But I don't think anyone is training him on that, and uh, I am disappointed at that because whenever he shoots, it's right at the goalkeeper. No matter how powerfully you hit, it doesn't matter if it's not in the corner. Yeah. So I think I'm disappointed at Rashford how he performed later on and uh, Mata because I think he is settled in as a part-time player at the moment, and even he's not treated properly or not. I don't know. And other one disappointment for me is uh, Lindelof. because he never seems to learn properly from his mistakes and his positioning mistake he often does yeah 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 i'm surprised you miss i uh, you did not uh, talk about maguire yeah maguire i mentioned earlier we expected expectations were a lot and yeah. he started off okay with the season like uh, first few games and all were okay but he, suddenly the mistakes are happening yeah and then normally when mistakes happen defenders make mistakes they're not like gods but Yeah. I don't think he had a proper compliment from uh, Lindelof as well. Okay, okay. So either they both perform well or the, or they both become shit out of nowhere. So that's a problem. But yes, Maguire did. I, I I'm not saying Maguire had a good season or even an average season. He had a bad season, but I wouldn't say disappointed. Okay. When compared with even I missed out David Dehay. I think David Dehay comes first for me. <laughs> he almost cost us top four again. 
So yeah. David De Gea, Mata, and uh, Rashford for me. Yeah, Ani. Any so for me, uh, uh, you mean the disappointment? Or, or uh, good players uh, like Martial? Improved players, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say uh, uh, the Matic and uh, Luke Shaw. They've been, they've been really, they've, they've done really well last season. I mean, the uh, I'm, I'm really surprised to see Luke Shaw playing uh, so well because he, he's in the, in the first half of the season. uh he he has linked very uh, well with the uh, the rashford he was he was running uh, down the uh, left wing and he he tries to uh, link up with the striker also he he's he's done really well and matic was like immense he was um in the during uh, post uh, december he he's been the he's been the uh, 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 he's been in the integral uh, part of our uh, team and who who went on went on uh for how many how many matches like uh, 14 matches is it the run up wins we're still unbeaten in premier league uh, starting from january i think 14 15 games i think we are still unbeaten yeah if you yeah, observed the uh, match it was match started all of these games yeah, and started all of them yes, yes. very strong in the midfield he was like i'll i'll take care of the midfield you just uh, uh, concentrate on the Uh, the attacking part yeah he linked up with the with the with the defender so well and he's been he's been amazing yeah. and uh, the disappointment was was uh, yes yes uh, uh, the our right back he was he was uh, he he did he did yeah uh, one uh, bisaka because yeah okay, he I did say only last few games man i think two three games he was bad i think last three games to be exact i think he was pretty good defensively i think yeah he he's pretty uh, uh, good uh, defensive wise but but so uh, so compared to other uh, uh, the uh, good teams right our our wing backs or the uh, the right back or the left back so they don't seem to be uh, interested in uh, the crossing the ball they just they just uh, run down the uh, wings and uh, and um, if you observe observe uh, the visakas uh plays always like a defensive minded he always tries yes, to yes. try to keep it very uh, our defensive was he uh, his passings are always uh, uh, to our uh, the uh, defense side uh, and he doesn't supplement the attack and that is what uh, uh, my criticism uh, put it to put it to uh, tactics i believe even uh, shaw if that matter for that matter I don't think they are training them properly up to be in the final third because you know Shaw has attacking capabilities from Southampton. We have noticed that. Yeah. So yeah. Nothing new. Even for United, he doesn't mind bombarding into the test line. Only thing is the end product is not there properly. It's whether I'm not sure whether they are planning something on that, like an attack powered by a fullback. I think those fullbacks make the run instinctively sometimes, and nothing comes out of it. Yeah. I don't think they sh- the team is shaped with the fullback powered uh, creative force. as far as i'm concerned which yeah. is lacking since sarala's left i think yeah so i think at least this united is not a team that uh, attacks through the full backs uh, at least like teams like liverpool which predominantly attack through robertson and uh, alexander arnold so yeah, yeah. so I, i think we can forgive uh, van bissaka for not being too uh, attacking so yeah i think uh, we have uh, covered pretty much everything last season So yeah uh, finally like i would like to um, ask you about what do you think what are your expectations for next season and uh, uh, yeah transfer market yeah what what are you expecting next season yeah uh yeah can i carry on yeah so um, i mean no uh, definitely we didn't sign any players so far so we we wanted i mean the uh, the fans wanted couple of uh, uh, players to uh, 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 kick in, i mean come into the team and uh, start complementing our uh, 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 our attack uh, at least attack wise we need we need a couple of players mm. couple of uh, players and uh, the considering the players which we are linked linked to right linked with the right brooks or the grillish i would say i mean this would uh, these two uh, players would uh, complement our attack for example grillish last uh, season he played uh, in the in the 
uh, midfield as well as the wing uh, uh, the left wing so he would definitely uh, 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 be linked with our 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 he was he he'll be on and off with the uh, between uh, bruno and uh, uh, rashford will definitely improve our team and brooks i'm not so sure whether whether he'll be he'll be he'll be uh, replacing uh, uh, the greenwood right away but not sure hoping for the best uh, uh, hope we sign these two players and my expectation uh, 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 the coming season if if we come um, top 3 that would be that would be uh, uh, great considering the fact that the players we have uh, yeah that would be the that would be a great achievement so are you expecting third position or a top 3 position top 3 you are expecting top 3 yeah i'm expecting top 3 okay i had chelsea uh, rejuvenated spurs and even rejuvenated arsenal also so you think uh, man united are going to finish above these teams uh yeah if if at all our our team stay strong and uh, 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 not injured uh, yes we have- i would say i i would say top 4 is a minimum for all like it doesn't matter uh, spurs has improved or arsenal have improved absolutely what i'm thinking is see we, if you see the first team right it it it, it is strong yeah. Yeah. i don't know where the talent is lacking if you compare with the likes of liverpool or something their midfield is non existent okay attacking wise they they are very tactical midfielders yes but and united has a pretty flat field midfield as well bruno is there pogba is there mctominay can do everything and you have uh, greenwood is doing well martial rejuvenated martial and rashford even having a shitty season he scored 17 goals yes family goes alone so talent is there okay so you have to it's it's up to all of if he can't get top 4 like by december or jan you see that he can't achieve it sacrament brings someone else yeah but that is uh, ole was not top 4 yeah but ole was not top 4 yeah. last december but you know both still backed him no that is what because see i uh, thanks to chelsea i have to say why like we survived because i i, I don't think and backing as far as backing goes we just signed bruno that's it nothing else and also chelsea were also having a mixed season now chelsea has like signed like six seven players and they will do good and spurs have signed few players competition will be there this time yeah but and i'm not sure about arsenal signing but gabriel might be good but i think they just get excited for nothing <laughs> not that sure about arsenal i am like i i know lokin will be pissed up for listening to this but yeah. <laughs> i'm sure uh, they will be looking at 6 or 7 for this season again yeah. but united see we might finish 10th as well this season and we might finish third as well that is the range i'm looking at when when i see all and his tactical capabilities like if the team performs he can finish third again yeah. but if it's back to shitty business then i am thinking double digits again like 10th or like maybe 9th 8th 7th or yeah. playing europa qualification which is the worst part yeah i think it's that it's an open thing it will be a totally madness season as far as i'm concerned will be we, we might one week we might beat man city and next week we might get defeated at burnley which i totally see happening this season yeah so <laughs> we have to see how it goes i think you, irrespective of whether we sign or not a top 4 is minimum for united because we have that in the squad because yeah. you can live the cups okay you go to knockouts in ucl that is enough yeah you are expect to win ucl okay and then uh, go to some quarter final semi finals of certain cups that is fine at least top 4 is minimum and if if you are backed in the market win at least an fa cup mm. or at least a ding dong cup like carbo cup anything yeah. <laughs> that's what if okay you're not backed in the market because of various reasons or cultural change or whatever finish top 4 i think that should be the main goal yeah yeah i i personally think top 4 is is lot lot more difficult than uh, it was last season considering yes, yes, you know yes. uh, you know the players uh, the teams are chelsea yeah yeah chelsea have improved their team liverpool anyway unbeatable yeah. manchester city has improved uh, even though they are very strong and they've kept on signing the players yeah, and they're they are going to sign messi by the way yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah also with the, like you said competition is there but then we are united right i think it's you expect champions league football irrespective of what sort of players you bring in each market Yeah, absolutely. We, we still have pretty young team. I think we have the youngest average 
of first team players if i'm not wrong yeah yeah so the, when the, you have all that you expect to perform at least yeah. top four like you have to beat let's say there is competition from tottenham and arsenal you go beat them and shift that balance into six point difference so that will be a huge when you are going for a yes top four battle like we why we finished top four is we beat chelsea twice we beat city twice we beat tottenham once and we drew again so doing all these things right we gave an edge on our competitors we had competitors and we were able to finish top three i think so you have to do that i mean you have yeah. to beat the best team because finishing top 3 now is very difficult in premier league like six seven teams are very good right now even wolves are good sheffield play well as a unit yeah and then you always have some dark horses coming up every season so premier league finishing top 4 is a big thing now in premier yes, league yes. and if you're a top club you have to target that yeah uh, i'll i'll just uh, add to that you know because how because even now uh, uh, chelsea just uh, scraped through the top 4 in the last week i think we finished top 4 primarily i mean when i say we it's united and chelsea and both teams finished top 4 because uh, the other teams who quite ha- had a very average season at best you see spurs yes, did not yes. did not expect spurs and arsenal to have such a season and uh, leicester to bottle it in, uh, the way they did post lockdown so i think these factors contributed to you know uh, chelsea and united finishing top 4 but also yeah, yeah. Uh, cannot say that you know these two teams have been bad have only been lucky they had to play well to finish in top four so yeah exactly and 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 our, our and our uh, the first eleven is uh, pretty strong uh, 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 not denying it it's just that we need we need players uh, who can who can actually uh, uh, supplement our first team uh, we need couple of uh, good backup players who because since as you as as you are already uh, aware that uh, we are playing champions league uh, tournaments we'll be definitely playing 60 plus uh, matches and we can't expect our first 11 to play all this uh, uh, all these matches yeah yes and uh, yeah and and i i i hope uh, chelsea's latest signings are, are all uh, i mean doesn't uh, kick start the season um, as chelsea fans are expecting <laughs> uh yeah that would that would really help manchester united uh uh scrape through uh, yeah, yeah adding to that yeah adding to that sorry to interrupt the need adding to that i think i'm i'm very curious about that because he's i don't know like that that's what i want to see whether lampard identified those targets as his players okay these players can play the way i want them to play or else he's just signing them because they are the shiny objects as of now so that's what i'm curious to see for first few games and i think they will do well because all of them are good players for me only doubt is zh i don't know why zh i'm not so confident about others i think they will do well yeah i mean chelsea signings if you look at it uh, financially at least uh, i don't think they'll be bad signings because Ver- i mean the track record of werner you see and you get a player like werner for 50 even after 2 years you can sell him for 70 even even if he has a, a, a half good season So no no I'm not talking about uh, financially sorry to interrupt again like what I'm trying to say is like uh, performance fact, wise because yes, yes. you know like I think I'm not sure whether you guys know well like what is Lampard style of play and what sort of players will back his play properly yeah. because if you take Jose and him signing Fairfield players was a big mistake at United yeah which didn't work out well at all so I'm thinking like that might happen with Chelsea because yeah. they have signed a lot of players like first time i'm saying i think last couple of windows are pretty frustrating for you guys if i'm not wrong yeah yeah you guys went up your plan b and plan c constantly yeah. because of other other teams coming and pushing the targets yeah so but this time that has not happened you guys got your hands on your targets but yeah. will be interesting to see how uh, lampard does because last season see when conte was a manager or when sari was a manager there was certain feel to the team that says okay this team is playing according to the manager's wish yeah which uh, in certain places yes he had his tactical implications with the subs or whether the motivation in half time when compared to ole or in the press conference lampard is way better but as far as uh, the plan goes okay. through and tactical being tactics going on to the pitch yeah i saw that lacking as well because one moment they're beating city next moment they're losing to west ham same yeah. way what united were doing yeah <clears throat> so at least uh, yeah so i that's that's yeah 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 so at least from the very little you know chelsea fans can read into the situation i can say that we are only i think we are chilwell signing emphasize that you know we are looking to attack through full backs 
so i think uh, i'm just uh, looking at the all the other signings you know they are quite attacking signings and you know the youth players uh, will be used as backup you know to improve bench strength so i see chelsea being a very attacking team and also attacking two full backs i think uh, because of that you know we kind of overpaid or paid well for chelwell when there are quite quite few targets available for cheap like sergio regulian and uh, ellis and uh, tagliafo so i think I think fans are a little uh, sorted thinking that. Chilwell is the best fullback you could have signed actually. As far as I'm concerned, Rugalian and all, I'm not sure. But Tagliafico, whether that's how his name is pronounced, uh, I don't think those would have been a good signing. It would have been another Emerson signing, another that Baba signing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that would have been because Chilwell is a proven player. He can just walk into first team without any yeah issue. He knows strategy. He knows attacking wise. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and also uh, and also Chilwell was not so good post lockdown. So you know that is kind of in the minds of Chelsea fans right now. So yeah. So I think uh, we have covered uh, pretty much everything. Is there anything else you guys would like to touch upon before we call it a close? On United, obviously, we talked about Chelsea awful lot. Uh, I have one question to uh, uh, Sharon. Uh, what do you think about uh, Dan, Dan James uh, uh, last season? Did he, uh, according to you, did he, did he play well, or I mean, uh, did we, did we uh, 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 actually utilized him well, or what do you think about it? I think going by his age and the profile he came through, I think he was a proper squad player for us last season. Like wherever they were shot in the counter attack, he was just put through in the forward position. And uh, initially, he started as a left winger, where he was offering few goals first few games, and then suddenly he was moved to the right wing. And since then, the goals dried out. But rather, few assists came out. Like he assisted few of the Rashford goals in the mid-season, which were pretty crucial goals also at that. Apart from that, I didn't see much from him and. He didn't get any limelight as well as a negative limelight because he was just a 15 million signing coming from Swansea. Yeah, so that was the expected big things from him. Yeah, yeah he was, was just like a squad player at best. He was a squad player at best, and I think he can be a very good impact sub if you use him properly. Not like the way Ole uses him. Like if you're gonna use him as an impact sub, put him in his default position that is left wing. At 68 minutes, 78 minutes, you bring him as a left wing, he can cause you problems. I think in that uh, remarkable fight back we had in Sheffield, uh, he 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 played a crucial role in all those counter attacks where he scored a quick fire three goals out of nowhere. Okay. At least in the three, two three, goals three. he had a big big hand to play. The match so, was three three, right? Yes, yes, three three. But we were trailing two nil and suddenly in ten minutes we yeah 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 we scored three goals. Yeah. And even in against City where we beat them first, Dan James was damn accurate. I like I was surprised like where was this guy before? Yeah. Both Rashford, Dan James, their each passes and counters were super precise, and the way they converted chances were also good. So yeah. after that, you didn't see anything from uh, Dan Dan James that much, because I think he got used to playing a team that sits with ten defenders, that is Swansea, and then suddenly counter. So you have wide open areas to run forward without any interruptions. You don't have to do any trickery over there or anything. So that's where Dan James thrives. But if you have a Premier League team where that's sitting back, I don't think he will uh, able to do anything. He'll just run into wall, hit a cross, and hit the first defender. And most things he can do right now, right, right now, is win corners for us. That's all, as far as I'm concerned. And he's definitely not a right winger. Uh, it's yeah. it's, uh, it's a yeah. difficult uh, position for him because uh, uh, we don't see any impact uh, uh, in in all the matches who uh, uh, Ole start uh, uh, made him play as a right winger. Not even a single uh, good things to uh, good thing to say about uh, uh, it. Yeah, the, the right winger spot is reserved for Jadon Sancho. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think uh, we have covered uh, pretty much everything. So yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun guys so uh, uh, let's hope we can do it once again so yeah, uh, yeah. is there anything else like to add uh, that is it from my end yeah. okay okay Hello. yeah ganesh i'm very glad that we did this yes yeah thank you thank yeah you. finally finally after uh, uh, discussing about this uh, what 
been i think it's a it's we've been discussing about this uh, uh, making a podcast uh, uh, since a year but uh, uh, and finally finally we are here okay chalo uh, guys so yeah it was pleasure having you guys uh, we'll do it once again uh, soon so yeah let's hope uh, uh, for the best okay and hope to see some good reviews in the group okay chalo see you guys yeah. bye thanks vijay okay. thanks, thanks man sure bye bye Thanks Gunny thanks Vijay bye bye